Hello, everyone. I am Ursula Isinid to win it, and this is the Indio Mind podcast. Today, I am going to tell you the story of how I was able to heal from my childhood trauma. Uh, my parents got married in 1962 and moved from Peru to the United States, to the land of opportunities, as they used to say. Uh, soon after they moved here, mom got pregnant, and nine months later, I was born. Uh, I was told that mom had a rough pregnancy with me and that she gained a bunch of weight, which did not make her very happy because she was very proud of her beautiful hour, hourglass figure. I was also under the belief uh, that my parents wanted a boy instead of a girl, and that's why When I was living with them, they used to cut my hair really, really short. Uh, I, I really looked like a boy. I'm not sure what was the reason, but uh, when I was nine months old, my parents decided to send me to Peru to live with my maternal grandmother and my three aunts. Um, my three aunts and my grandma adored me. They looked out for me, of course. They spoiled me rotten. Um, so um, my growing up with them from the age of one to the age of ten um, was fun. Uh, was normal, uh, but I remember always wishing that I had a mom and dad figure, um, that, that I had a normal, quote-unquote, normal family. I, I also remember wishing that I would find out that I was really adopted, that one day my real parents would look for me and that they would love me and want me. Um, so I really I grew up with the belief that I wasn't good enough. I grew up with the belief that Uh, my parents didn't want me, that my parents didn't love me. That's why they let me go. Um, when I turned 10, um, my parents decided that it was time for me to go back and live with them. So I moved back to the States. Um, by then, Dad had some kind of disability, 
and he was a stay-at-home dad while mom worked two jobs. Um, dad had also become an alcoholic. He would drink every night. Um, mom was a workaholic. She would work day and night and wouldn't get home until midnight. And um, that's when um, the molestation began. Uh, Dad would sit down to watch TV and have me sit on his lap. And he would start touching me. He would start touching my privates. And while he was doing that, he would whisper in my ear that I was his little princess, and that he would tell me that this was our little secret that nobody could know. Uh, he, would, he would tell me to relax, that it feels good and uh, he, he, he would also make me do things to him. And he would tell me how much he loved it, how much he loved me. Uh, I, was, I was so confused. I wanted so bad to be loved by my dad. I, I wanted so bad to be accepted by him. Um, and, and like I said, I thought my mother didn't love me, that my mother didn't care what was going on, especially because there were nights that when my mother would get home, she would send me to the bedroom with my father to sleep in his bed while she would go and sleep in the other room. Um, that, that, that never made sense to me. Um, uh, that lasted for about three years. Um, I, was, I was 13 when my parents decided to get a divorce. And um, I, I, I remember that I couldn't, couldn't stand the idea of moving with either of them. I, I, I was afraid what would happen if I ended up living alone with my father. Uh, fortunately, I was able somehow to convince them to move back to Peru with my aunt and grandma. So I did. Uh, by then, as you can imagine, I was all messed up. I had so many feelings of guilt, shame, unworthiness, not wanted, I felt not good enough. 
I also had a lot of anger bottled up inside, uh, which came out as rage sometimes. It, I used to throw temper tantrums, throw things around the house when I didn't get my way. Um, it was, uh, I was very rebellious. I used to lash out constantly at my poor aunts, making their lives miserable. Um, they, they tried getting me counseling several times, but I didn't, I didn't take it seriously. And of course, it, it didn't help me. But, but no matter how bad I was to my aunts, they loved me to pieces and were there always for me. But at that time, I didn't see it as that. I saw it as if they were trying to control me, uh, just like my father did. Um, I was also very promiscuous and had also become a very good liar. Uh, remember my father used to tell me, this is our little secret. So I learned that I couldn't tell the truth. I learned to lie really good. Um, I got married for the first time at 17, had my first son by 18, and was divorced by 20. Um, after the divorce, I decided to move back to the United States and left my son in Peru uh, with his father. Uh, by the age of 22, I figure I had probably slept with more than 15 men. Uh, to me, it was a game. Uh, I would have multiple dates in one day. Um, I, I, like I said, I saw it as a game. And um, I also started experimenting with drugs and alcohol. Uh, by 23, I became a born-again Christian. Um, I was raised Roman Catholic, but never really agreed with um, the, the Catholic beliefs. Um, I met my second husband at the church. He was the youth minister, the youth pastor, and I had my second son with him. Well, that marriage didn't last either. Uh, long story short, I married and divorced three more times after that. Um, I had a few miscarriages. I had a couple abortions. 
I had a ton of relationships, but I was never, ever, ever faithful to anyone. I was a serial cheater. Um, I didn't know how to be faithful. I really didn't know how to love. I didn't love myself, first of all. Um, I pushed people away trying to protect myself. Uh, I, I didn't want to be hurt. Um, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't hold a relationship for longer than three years. I pretended to be very confident. I pretended to be very strong. I pretended to be very independent. And I was very convincing at it. But in reality, I was broken. Even, even though I partied a lot and I loved to party, I was able to hold on to my job at the post office for 32 years, which is the longest relationship I've had with anybody or anything. <laughs> um, and uh, I was able to retire at the end of 2018. In 2019, I started listening to personal development speakers on YouTube, such as uh, Jim Ron, Tony Robbins, uh, Darren Hardy, Bob Proctor. Uh, and this led me to uh, listen to spiritual teachers, such as Abraham Hicks, uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer, Louise Hayes, Dr. Joe Dispenza, Nick Rowe, and even Bashar and Elon. And that's when my mindset started to shift, started to evolve. I realized I had so many limiting beliefs that were embedded in me that were not true, that were not mine, uh, that had been programmed since childhood. Um, I started working on my beliefs, my mindset. Uh, I started meditating, and I also started connecting with plant medicine. At the beginning of this year, something really cool happened right after one of the plant medicine ceremonies I participated in. Uh, one of my ex-boyfriends contacted me uh, to let me know that he was cleaning his attic and that he found a bunch of um, picture albums of mine uh, and he wanted to know if I wanted to come and pick them up. So I did. I brought the albums home, and when I started looking through them, I just 
started crying. Uh, I cried for about one hour straight. Uh, it was, it wasn't, it was a cry of sadness and happiness. Um, I, I, I felt so much love, compassion, and forgiveness uh, like never before. I was looking at pictures of my mother holding me in her arms right after, right after birth, right after I was born. And I saw pure love in her eyes. I had never seen that before. I had never noticed that before. Uh, it wasn't like I thought that she didn't love me. She did love me. I saw it in her eyes. Um, not only in just one picture, so I saw it in several. Um, I forgave my dad for what he had done to me. I truly, truly forgave him. Um, before that day, I didn't like to look at pictures of my dad because I got used to get sick to my stomach. But this day... I did, and like I said, I forgave him, I told him, I loved him. And I also forgave myself. Uh, I forgave myself because I had so much guilt for not being a good mother to my kids, to both my kids. So it, it, was, it, it was pretty beautiful. Um, I've done a lot of healing in the past two years and uh, I've come to the realization uh, that we all have our own individual journeys to go through and uh, not to judge or assume. Um, just to have infinite love. And I've also realized that everything is perfect just the way it is. And uh, that everything always works out best case scenario. I am truly grateful for my life. And everything I've learned.